With Christmas almost here, it is so easy to get swept up in making this time of year all about me, 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 and a little bit more about me. Trust me, I know from experience. I want to take this opportunity to focus this last episode of season one on one organization who has made their mission thinking about others. In fact, their mission is to positively connect communities. When Lucas and I started, we weren't experts in running a business or running a laundry company or running a, a social um, charity. We, we were two different guys that were doing different things in the communities. Nicholas and his co-founder Lucas launched a mobile laundry service for the homeless called Sky Orange in 2014. In just four years, they now have 27 vans across Australia, one in every state and territory. In October 2018, they launched their first ever international van across the Tasman, right here in Auckland, New Zealand. They now have over 1,500 volunteers and have introduced some clever technology to measure the impact they are having. Nicholas caught up with me and I hope you really enjoy the chat. Hi Nicholas, thank you so much for joining us this week. G'day Eli, how are you doing? Yeah, good and you? Very well, thank you. Can you please tell me a little bit about yourself and where did you grow up? Yeah, so my name is Nicholas Marquezzi. I'm the co-founder of Orange Sky Australia uh, and Orange Sky New Zealand. Orange Sky uh, started four years ago uh, with a really crazy idea of putting two washing machines and two dryers in the back of an old van and driving around and washing and drying clothes for free. And what we stumbled on four years ago was nothing to do uh, with washing and drying clothes. It was everything to do we're sitting down having a chat when the washing's on. So growing up in Brisbane, I was lucky enough to um, uh, work in the community and, and find out that there are a lot of people out there that were doing it tough and um, that really opened my eyes to a significant um, homelessness issue that we have in Australia uh, and that was based out of Brisbane in Australia. When and where did you first meet your co-founder, Lucas? So Lucas and I met in high school, so we're both lucky enough to go to school together in Brisbane and that's where we first met each other. Co-founding in an organisation can be hard. What advice do you have? I think that the advice around co-founding an organisation is probably from Lucas and I's perspective been a very positive one. I think that a lot of the difficulties that we've faced have been around uh, managing expectations and overcoming really big challenges, but the opportunity to do that alongside one is a alongside someone rather is a remarkable opportunity. So um, I think it's been probably more or definitely more positive than, than negative. I think you know the the hard times have been around managing expectations, working through um, mutual challenges, but um, yeah, those have all been overcome with um, yeah working with a, a co-founder. Have you always been driven and passionate about community? I think growing up what my parents taught me was um, that or uh, gave me the courage to, to be curious and, and gave me the courage to, to give things a go. And I think that where that drive and passion for the community came was um, going out on a food van when I was quite young with my mum and um, that really opened my eyes to a, a massive problem which was out there in Australia. Uh, in Australia, one in 200 people are homeless on any given nine and in New Zealand, one in 100 people 
are out there doing it tough. So that opened my eyes to it, and I think that that um, was probably my first um, opportunity to want to find ways to, to help people. But now every day working with communities around uh, around the world and, and realizing that the problem is not just contained to Australia; it's something that we can uh, we can have a global um, impact on. What led you to tackling the global problem of homelessness? I think what led what led me and, and Lucas to it is is definitely our eyes being open to homelessness at an early age. And like I was saying with my mum, uh, seeing people out there in our backyard that didn't have access to really basic things like having a chat, having a conversation, um, having the support they need to, to, to go forward in the community. And um, I guess that's sort of what inspires me every day is that people are all made of the same stuff and one or two or three things will go wrong in their life and they don't have access to really basic things. And through empowering communities, we can have um, big impacts on people's lives. How did the idea for Orange Sky Laundry first come about? So the idea for Orange Sky came about with Lucas and I wanting to find a way to help people in Brisbane in Australia. So we threw around a lot of crazy ideas and um, I guess the idea we landed on is wanting to improve the hygiene standards of the homeless and resource and dignity back into people's lives. So we spoke about building laundromats and starting um, uh, uh, mobile shower trailers and, and all these sorts of things. And what we sort of then finished on was actually putting washing and drying, washers and dryers rather, in the back of a van, which we already owned, and started driving it around. So it started as a very small, simple idea in Brisbane, uh, which has now grown to, to something much bigger. So where did you get the vans from? So Lucas and I ran a different project from um, for the first van. So we ran a rentals company. So we already had the van. Um, we already sort of knew how to um, build things. So then we convinced a company uh, to give us some, some washing machines and um, they were able to, to help us put the first van on the road. Were you happy when you could put that, the van on the road? A- absolutely. It's... Um, I guess uh, we, we had lots and lots of challenges. A lot of people told us that um, the van wouldn't work or no one would ever use it. And unfortunately, they were right. We broke lots of washing machines trying to get the first one to, to work. We were putting way too much water into the van and we weren't converting power correctly and we we're doing lots of things um, wrong, But um, which was quite scary and overwhelming. But once we um, got that van working, we were very, um, very proud of it and very happy with it how it went. Where did you get the name from? So the name Orange Sky is actually a song. It's by a British singer-songwriter called Alexi Murdoch and the song talks about helping your brothers and sisters and everyone sending underneath an orange sky and Orange Sky isn't religiously or politically associated. We um, came up with the name, really liked the colour um, and yeah, the rest is history. How long did it take to put the plan into action? Um, I think that's a really hard question to answer because we, I guess, spoke about the idea for a really long period of time and I think it's probably easy to throw ideas around um, but probably putting our first plan into action probably only took a couple of weeks in a sense of um, convincing that company to give us some washing machines, waiting for them to arrive, um, you know, setting up some really basic things like some email addresses and websites and being registered as a charity and getting our van out on the road and, and um, testing it. I guess our first prototype was probably only a few weeks to get off the ground and running and that then we kept on building on that, that foundation. What was it like when you first started? Can you remember your first customer? 
Yeah, so the first person we helped was a gentleman by the name of Jordan. And Jordan was a young uh, guy like Lucas and I who actually went up, went to school just up the road from Lucas and I and was actually studying the same engineering degree that Lucas was and was probably a couple years down the path that Lucas was going on. And one and two, two or three things went wrong in Jordan's life. He had a family breakdown and made some poor decisions and he found himself um, sleeping rough and, and washing his drying his clothes in our van. And I know for both Lucas and I um, that morning was a massive realisation that um, that's sort of why we started Orange Sky was to, um, you know, connect people with the community. But it was also a reminder that the most important things in our vans weren't actually going to be the washers or the dryers. They're actually the orange chairs where people sit down and, and have a chat uh, when the washing was on. Can you talk me through how it all works when you guys hit out? Yeah, so we've got now 28 vans, um, around uh, 27 in Australia, one in Auckland. Um, our vans go to 256 spots uh, around. Uh, every week what happens is a volunteer drives to the van, they pick up the van, the vans have got the washers, the dryers, the showers, the clean water tanks, the dirty water tanks, the chairs, generator on board. They take those vans to a fellow service provider so a service provider like Auckland City Mission uh, what they do is they park up alongside the service provider they um, quickly set up um, it only takes a couple of minutes to set the van up um, people bring down their washing people jump in the shower but most importantly um, people sit down and have a chat and um, yeah that happens um, continually every week and um, run by amazing volunteers and Orange Skies a charity so run purely by um, donations and, and companies believing in us. You are pretty strong on referring to people. You help as your friends, not customers or clients. Why is that? I think what we wanted to do and what we realised is that the people that we were talking to was just like Lucas and I, except one or two or three things had gone wrong in their lives. And the purpose of a volunteer and the purpose of the engagement at Orange Sky isn't to preach anything or teach anything or fix anything is to be a really empathetic listener and provide friendship. So we're not selling anything. We're not trying to fix anything. So we're definitely, definitely the people we help uh, will never be our clients or our customers. Um, They'll always be our friends. And that's something really important to, to us at Orange Sky. You've experienced a lot of growth in the last couple of years. How many cities and vans do you own? Yeah, so Orange Sky has got 27 vans in Australia. So we're in every state and territory across Australia. Um, Those vans uh, go to over 200 spots. Um, Our Australian vans are manned by over 1,500 amazing volunteers that um, every week wash and dry over 850 loads of washing, facilitate about 200 showers and uh, participate in over 1,200 hours of conversation. Our van in Auckland only launched on the 10th of October this year. Um, we've already done 75 loads of washing, um, over 80 showers, and had some really um, incredible conversations. And we hope to continue to grow our vans, not only all around New Zealand, but into places like America and other countries that don't have, um, don't have services similar to ours. What is your growth journey like? Yeah, so our growth journey has been, I guess, quite quite a wild ride to be a part of. Our um, Orange Sky was started in October 2014, and in that year we had 
um, one van and we added a van at the end of that year. Um, at the start of, uh, start of 2016, we had four vans and 270 volunteers and we finished up uh, 2016 with 11 vans and over 850 volunteers and now closing the year out this year with those 28 vans, uh, over 1,500 volunteers. So we've seen some very fast growth at, at Orange Sky from an asset count, from a volunteer count, from a donation perspective and um, also from our impact perspective. And we hope to continue to grow but also do that in a sustainable way. You've recently launched in New Zealand. How's that going along? Our New Zealand launch has been really um, quite a a long journey in the making, but something that has been incredibly rewarding to be a part of. Um, What we want to do at Orange Sky is continually find ways to help people. And through launching in New Zealand, we've been reminded that the people that we help in New Zealand are exactly the same as the people that we help in Australia. And our model, even though it can be different, we can really provide some really continuous basic things, basic things like washing and drying your clothes, having a shower and having a chat is something that people need, whether you're in Auckland, whether you're in Wellington or whether you're in Australia. And we hope that through um, continually refining our product, engaging with really good people, we can uh, grow that in a, a sustainable way. Do you have any stats around the scale of homelessness in New Zealand? So people in New Zealand, uh, one in 100 people per capita out there are, are doing it tough. In, in Auckland alone, um, there's um, thousands of people that, that need access to our services. And we know that one van isn't going to um, be enough to help people in New Zealand. And we hope that um, places like Wellington, places like um, Auckland North and South, we can continue to help people that are doing it tough. How are you managing operations across multiple countries? How are we managing operations across multiple countries? Um, I think it's through a few really simple ways. I think the first way is culture and how we are keeping a consistent culture is through communication. I think it's through a really strong mission and values and I think it's through um, using technology and technology has enabled us to scale in Australia quite sustainably and All of our vans are run by an app that we've built that sits in all of our vans. Um, We've built an online platform that manages all of our operations and all of our our donor management and our task management. And with those three things, we've been able to um, scale around, around the world. You've talked about culture, Nicholas. How are you protecting it through all the growth? Yeah, really great question. And I I think it's through um, what I was saying before around um, managing our operations. It's around getting people to buy into what we do. And we did that wrong for when we started is that we weren't clear with what our purpose was. And just like I was saying earlier with our purpose being not to preach anything or teach anything or fix anything, our purpose is to build friendships. Um, That's a part of culture. Um, the culture of the people that work for Orange Sky, the culture of the people that are inspired to donate to us is something that is um, a definitely a challenge. But I think how we guard that is being really true and authentic to our mission. I think it's around making sure that we communicate that, but also as we continue to grow that, make sure that we are reflecting on what is being done well and looking at how, how we can grow that in the future. Great thoughts about culture, Nicholas. You also talked about technology. Can you expand on that? So we use technology all across Orange Sky, and whether that be through um, recruiting 
and rostering our volunteers and keeping our volunteers safe and uh, or whether it be through managing our donors and communicating with our donors or whether it be through finding new ways that we can help people that are doing it tough through um, better using our assets. Um, technology sits all along um, our organisation. I think that um, as an organisation, we've been able to really embrace and, and use technology in an effective way. Um, and I think it's something that the social sector is lagging behind, but is becoming um, more advanced in using technology to, to help people. And definitely something that we continually need to keep an eye on. You've talked through a couple of challenges you have faced. What have you learned through those experiences? I think the biggest challenges uh, to date have been, um, I guess, forever changing. And I think that we would be naive to think that the challenges that we've had, you know, we, we haven't ever going to get, or so we're not going to get any more challenges in the future. I think that how we've been able to overcome our challenges is through empowering and working with people uh, to help us overcome them. So like I said earlier, some of our challenges when we started was how do we get washing machines to work in the back of a van? And then some of our challenges grew to how do we maintain that culture? And then a challenge that we were just talking about is, you know, how do we grow into another country? Um, I think our current challenges are how do we make New Zealand sustainable? How do we get more volunteers in New Zealand? And you know, once those challenges are overcome, then new challenges will arise. And the only way that we can, can, can keep overcoming them is working with amazing people, um, people like yourself and sharing our story, um, people like our volunteers running our vans and people like our friends like Jordan who believe in, in our service. What is the big dream for Orange Sky Laundry? I think our, well, my personal biggest dream is that there are people out there that aren't disconnected from the community. And what I hope Orange Sky can do is continually find ways to connect people back with the community. Our mission at Orange Sky is to positively connect communities. And I think my dream always for that is that there are people all around the world that are disconnected. And through really simple things, we can reconnect people back with the community. I, I hope that Orange Sky is sustainable in the future. And that's both from an environmental perspective, that's from a financial perspective, that's from a, a volunteering and human resource perspective. And I think that um, I hope that the um, legacy that we've started continues to, to grow. What do you believe are the key ingredients for building a successful business? I think the key ingredients is definitely having a strong product, um, having a really strong mission. And I think being um, really connected with um, those two. Um, at Orange Sky, we talk about touchstones and our key touchstones at Orange Sky are the friends we help, um, our volunteers who run our service and our donors that enable our service. And I think that that's a really important part of, of any organisation is keeping close to the why that you started it. And, you know, for, for us at Orange Sky, the what we've done and how we've done it will probably always change. But I think what shouldn't change is that really core value of, of why we do it. What tips would you give to young people who are passionate about business? I think it's doing exactly what, what you do and it's really um, giving things a go and, and really turning those ideas into reality. And, you know, it's really great to have ideas, but if we don't give them a go, we'll never find out what they are. And whether that be through starting your own lawn mowing business or whether it be starting a charity or whether it be working with your friends to, to come up with new ideas. I think that 
the biggest advice I would give is um, come up with those ideas, but more importantly, um, come up with those first prototypes and those solutions. And I think that's when you learn a lot. And most of the time, I've learned things from actually making mistakes and being confident to make mistakes. I'm, I'm really um, thankful that my parents um, helped me um, feel um, courageous to, to, to give things a go and um, support me when they didn't go, go as they were meant to. How have you seen the social sector transform since starting a few years ago? I think the way that we've seen the, the social enterprise sector change over the last few years is um, definitely through, I think, our awareness growing. And when Lucas and I started, we weren't experts in running a business or running a laundry company or running a, a social um, charity. We, we were two different guys that were doing different things in the community. So I think our eyes have been open to some really amazing programs that are out there. Um, I think what we've seen in the sector change a lot is being transparent and something that we do at Orange Sky is we try and connect and be as transparent with our donors and the impacts that we're having and a lot of measurement tools around measuring what is impact. And I think that that's something that we'll continue to see a lot of change in. I think how technology is used in the not-for-profit sector is lagging and I think that the, um, the sector is really ripe for disruption. So I think that they would be the main two ones, but I also think that we've seen amazing volunteers who uh, give up their days. Um, you know, more and more people are wanting to volunteer, more and more organisations are wanting to, to help people. If you could go back in time, what advice would you give yourself? That's a, a really great question. I, I think um, being young, it's a good opportunity to learn. And I think that um, sometimes when I was at school, I wasn't too excited about learning certain things. So I think that um, curiosity is something that is so important when, um, when you're young or whenever, uh, whatever age you are, is, is being curious to, to ask questions. And I think from asking questions, it's very easy to learn about things. And um, once you, you learn about things and, and have the confidence to give things a crack, um, you can come up with solutions or, or, or ideas to to, uh, to overcome things. And I think that back in time, it's just having more of that confidence and um, more of that support to give things a go. And the biggest thing I've learned from starting Orange Sky is that once you um, have those ideas and have those prototypes and find ways to engage people to support that, that the world is a very um, generous place. And, and if you connect to the right people um, very quickly, you can have some, some, some big successes. Okay, final question for me. How can our listeners get involved? That's a, a really great question. So on our website, orangesky.org.nz or orangesky.org.au, uh, you can find out more information about Orange Sky. You can see in real time where our vans are operating and how much washing we've done. Um, you can register to be a volunteer. Um, you can make a donation or you can share the Orange Sky story and um, I guess really what we try and remind people of is that, you know, you don't need a bright orange van, you don't need lots and lots of money, you don't need to be a volunteer. All of us can help people um, if we have the confidence to come up with those ideas and give them a go and just talk to people and make people feel connected. Thank you, Nicholas, for joining me this week. No worries and, and awesome work. You've reached the end of our final episode for season one. Oh! Thanks for joining me this season. 
I would love for you to subscribe so you don't miss the launch of Season 2. Please also think about leaving a review or sending some feedback. I have some incredible interviews that I am looking forward to sharing with you in 2019. Until then, stay awesome and share the love with all your friends and family these Christmas holidays.